0: hey everybody hope you enjoyed your labor day weekends. this is going to be my labor day weekend labor day holiday special where i'm going to talk about the history of the holiday of labor day as well as the original meanings behind having the holiday created and how they can apply to us today let's go Hey there, story lovers. Welcome back to For the Love of Story podcast. I am your host, TJ Truly Tooley, and I would like to welcome you to a kind of special episode. It's kind of a weird one, a little different than what we usually do here. Uh, This is going to be my Labor Day special. It's The idea of Labor Day as a holiday was created somewhere, and there's a story behind it, and... I'm all about stories here. For me, Labor Day has always just been another day off from school. Maybe my family did something, maybe we didn't. But I didn't really think much more into it than that. And so I thought I'd look into what was the history of Labor Day? How did Labor Day get started? And all those kind of questions that I had leading up to Labor Day this year. So. I, get, I got a lot of my information for this from a couple of websites, one of them being the U.S. Department of Labor's website. They had a very cool history of Labor Day breakdown on their website. And then another one was from a website, theconversation.com, an article by J.L. Zagorski. I hope I said that right. And that article was titled, Have We Forgotten the True Meaning of Labor Day? So, just a little history um, the, or, there's a little kind of a debate into the origins of Labor Day. Uh, some records show that a gentleman named Peter J. McGuire, spelled M-C-G-U-I-R-E, who was the Grand Secretary of the Brotherhood of Carpenters and Joiners and co-founder of the American Federation of Labor, was the first to suggest a holiday honoring those who, quote, from rude nature have delved and carved all the grandeur we behold. Kind of cool. Um, others believe that a different gentleman named Matthew Maguire, spelled M-A-G-U-I-R-E, a mechanist, and later became secretary of basically a machinist union um, in New Jersey, proposed the holiday in 1882 while he was secretary of the Central Labor Union in New York. Um, there's kind of this... I guess, theory that the Matthew person was too politically radical at the time. And so the Peter McGuire guy was listed as the founder of the holiday, um, which is a little weird. But what is clear is that the Central Labor Union um, in New York adopted a Labor Day proposal and appointed a committee to uh, to plan a like demonstration and a picnic and so the idea of like a street parade and a festival afterwards for the um, workers the community and their families would be a very visible thing and kind of a cool way to celebrate the workers themselves and so that's basically what the first proposal was the proposal was that the first Monday in September which was kind of between Memorial Day and Thanksgiving Uh, was going to be a day with street parades, and um, be in the community with a festival, and recreational activities for all the workers and their families. Um, That kind of became the pattern. Eventually, they added speeches from prominent men and women, um, which is kind of what we have today. Um, Labor Day addresses from like union officials, and industrialists, educators, those kind of people, government officials. Um, would have been on and used the news as kind of their way of spreading their message. Um, So just a little bit more into the history of how Labor Day became a holiday and how it became kind of a law. Um, So the first Labor Day was celebrated on Tuesday, September 5th in 1882 in New York. Um, the second Labor Day was celebrated like exactly a year later on September 5th in 83 the first Monday in September was selected to be the holiday based on the original proposal in 1884 and the Central Labor Union urged similar organizations in a bunch of different cities to follow their lead and celebrate the working man's holiday in quotes on um, on that date and so that's how it began to spread uh, the first government recognition if you would was in 1885 and 1886 through municipal orders Um, the first state bill was uh, introduced to the new york legislature but the state of oregon beat them to the punch and february 21st of 1887 oregon became the first state to pass labor day as a state law or state legislation Um, Then some other states followed Including Colorado, Massachusetts, New Jersey And New York in 87 And then by the end of the decade Connecticut, Nebraska, and Pennsylvania had joined And then by 1894 23 more states had added it And then June 28th of 1884 Congress passed an act to make it a legal holiday in D.C. and all of its territories And it was signed into law as a national holiday By President Grover Cleveland Um, In 1909, the Sunday preceding Labor Day was adopted as Labor Sunday, dedicated to the spiritual and educational aspects of the labor movement. So, that's all the boring history, (laughs) which I don't think is boring, but it's kind of fascinating how things become what they are today. It started off as an idea for just a single labor union that became this national federal holiday I think that's pretty cool so I guess the story behind it is what is Labor Day you know is it the official last week of summer yes is it a day that you picnic out and spend time with your family and just kind of have another holiday also kind of but it used to mean a lot more than that Uh, the founders were looking for more specific things back in the day Um, looking for you know unifying um, union workers and reducing their work time the kind of crazy thing is that the first iteration of labor day was essentially a day-long strike where They were looking for just recognition from the government. They realized that small unions would never be heard, but if many unions got together, they could parade through the streets and actively be on strike all day by having a festival or a picnic just outside of where they worked and actively not work. And that's kind of a cool way to rally some support for your cause. It's kind of what we do today, which I'd never thought of Labor Day as being something like that. Um, so, back in the 1830s, a long time ago, factory workers played an average of 70 hours a week. Um, and 60 years later, in 1890, the hours had dropped to an average of 60 hours a week, but they still worked for many days during that week. And so the union organizers were focused on, you know, getting shorter days, getting to an eight-hour workday, uh, getting more days off for their workers. That's why they created the idea of a Labor Day holiday is so that they could essentially give these workers a day off that they otherwise wouldn't be getting to not work. <laughs> and then the other one was reducing the work week to just six days so ultimately you'd have to say that they were kind of successful in that endeavor most people would say that a work day is you know eight hours or that a work week is 40 hours a week and those were some of their goals and they achieved them um that was due in part to the fact that politicians and businessmen actually supported this but that gets into the idea that um, if workers have more time off then you can turn the working class into the consumer class and that's a whole different conversation but you know labor day today it's kind of this stress-free holiday it's a long weekend but it's not always a holiday for everybody some people there's essential government employees people in the service sector your you got your police your fire your uh, medical people like they all still work it's just a federal holiday so it's up to the individual states and the companies to really give out that day off you think of all the things that you're going to have done with your family during the Labor Day weekend all those places you went to shop there's workers there and that was something I always Hated when I was working in retail was people would be you know coming to my line at the checkout and being like I can't believe they make you work on a holiday and I looked them in the eyes and go do you see yourself shopping here that's why I'm working they created this need this desire to go shopping and so yeah stores are like yeah if you're going to have the day off and you're gonna buy stuff then yes we will absolutely be open for you so that's just kind of something to keep in mind but the original issues of you know workers and the long hours and not being able to take their time off from work, those issues are still around today. And although it's not so much in factory and machinery, a lot of times it's been transitioning to those highly skilled, sometimes white collar workers who are constantly tied to their work and never are able to take any time off or any vacation or if they take vacation it's almost frowned upon. And that kind of leads me into my little soapbox that I'm going to stand on here for a little bit. It's the spirit of Labor Day is really important to remember. You got to take advantage of the time that you have, you know, for your for yourself. And for me that means taking time for your own physical and mental health. You know, If you're in a position that doesn't get a whole lot of time off, then you really, really need to try to take advantage of what time you do have. You know, for me, that looks a little different than it might for you, but for me, I try to unplug as much as I can. It feels really weird, um, but the benefits could be really huge. So for me, every I've tried this thing after work where for one hour, I will leave my phone, in a different room and I will come into a different room and I will have meditation sounds playing or relaxing music and I will focus on my breathing. I'll do body scans, I'll meditate, whatever you want to do. And if I catch my mind wandering to work, if I catch my mind wandering to the urge to check social media or what some of my friends are doing, I restart the hour mentally and i think it's helped me i really do it but it still feels weird i constantly feel like i need to check my phone for something and that's that's going to just come with time but you know trying to leave your phone in a different room even just trying to plug your phone in but leave it on the other side of the room and not feel the urge to check it all the time you know say what you will about the whole phones and computers being like a drug I'm not trying to get involved with that, but it is something where, you know, if you are off of work and you don't have to work, then you shouldn't work, or you shouldn't stress about work-related things if you can. You know, I, I believe that even if you only get your evenings to yourself, that work should be the farthest thing from your mind. You know, evenings, days, whatever your shifts are, you know, if you have side jobs where you work from home or if you just work from home in general, you have to schedule out your time. And you know, I've started planning in that hour of my day and I think it's helped. But some people you only get an hour here and there. Maybe it's relaxing in your car. Maybe it's taking a taking your lunch break at work, not shoveling food down your throat and then, you know, checking your phone for the rest of the time. But like that time is yours. You are entitled to your time take it the best that you can you know i i don't like being in this stressed out mode where i'll be at home and i will see an email come in on my work email account and i'm not clocked in and i'm not going to answer it but i read it and i start getting this work stress again and so i just try and do without that you know for vacation time you know there's unfortunately, this negative stigma about vacation and time off in some workplaces in the country, and I really wish that wasn't there, but unfortunately it is. But if you are in a place where you can take time off and you have days off, don't just let those hours or those days sit and burn and possibly lose them. That's not the point. You need to for your own mental health and your sanity, you need to take at least some time to be truly with yourself and be truly mindful. And I think that ultimately that will help us as a society if we focus more on that and emphasize more how to be mentally healthy with our work. And so hopefully that's something that we can all benefit from someday. Mental health, an awareness of mental health is growing, and so I am a large. I want to be a large part of that, as large a part as I can, and stand up for that. Take a mental health day if you need to. That should be a some. That shouldn't be something that's a shock for people to hear in workplaces. Fortunately for me, I actually have a place where I can do that. If I really am about to crack, my boss will understand if I. Take the afternoon or take time off. In fact, it's encouraged, and I appreciate that. So, you know, take, take your time off. And when you take that time off, truly take that time off. Don't be at home doing work to catch up during your today's off. That's not the point. <laughs> you know, don't put in, you know, 40 extra hours of week off the clock if you don't have to. You know, Work hard on every task you have, but once you clock out or leave for the day, if you unfortunately have to work after you clock out, that's a whole different problem. <laughs> you know, Get this clock out mentality that you don't check your work email unless it's absolutely necessary and you don't work for free unless it's absolutely necessary. And then don't beat yourself up for not going above and beyond or anything silly like that. You know, don't beat yourself up for being lazy or unproductive because you're not. You are allowing yourself the chance to recuperate and allowing your brain to become okay with everything it's processed. You need to shut down sometimes. And that's that's just it. Your time is valuable. Your mental health is more valuable. And you are entitled to all of it. So, that's my little soapbox. (laughs) And, yeah, I just with labor day i the ideas were that you needed to not be overworked to be happy and to live a you know healthy life and i think that that's still prevalent today and we just need to make, take the next step as a society which is being okay with people taking time for their own mental health so anyway i hope you all enjoyed Your Labor Day holidays, I know I did, and I'm very excited to be getting back to work. But you know, vacations can be draining, and I get that. Or spending time with family can also be draining for some people. But if you just find some time and unplug, and you know, basically, if it if it is a drug, detox from all of the technology that you have that, and all of your emails, and all of the people that you're constantly bombarding yourself with. I think you'll be in a better place for it so thank you again for checking this out um, next week I will be back with my impromptu prompt response I will put a reminder as to what the story was on Instagram Facebook and Twitter so that you can get ready and hype for that I had a lot of fun writing this one and it's something that I, I think I could explore more of too if I wanted to so that's pretty fun again check it out um, the book for our book club it I'm still playing around with the format of what that's going to look like but I basically I want to have the ability to have conversations um, you know in comment sections or if people just want to message back and forth about the book that would be cool and maybe someday we might get into a place where we're able to have a on podcast discussion with some of you i think that'd be really cool too so i can officially announce that my book club where we will be reading the book the alchemist by paolo colo will be with myself and creative bobby who you met in the guest spot interview episode a few episodes ago so I look forward to that look forward to the prompt next week and follow me on social media at tj I hope you all have a great week. Until then, this has been yours truly. Thule.